Hey there, and welcome to the Unlikely Artist Podcast, where I'll teach you how to gain the freedom you need to become who you want, instead of who you've been telling yourself you need to be. I'm Heather Kerr. I went from international tax to art and coaching because those are the things I've been yearning to do. Listen in to find out how you can start doing what you love to in slow, easy steps each week. Let's dive in now. Welcome, Savvy Souls. I got the idea for this episode when I was walking around my property thinking about how I've developed a relationship of loving stewardship with it this summer. I'm going to come back to this and why I think it's relevant for you. I want to put this first, though, in the context of why I think it's relevant for people like us. We're people who want something more, want to grow and evolve. We're working to feel more aligned, more comfortable in our own skins, in what we're changing, what we want to grow, what we're trying to achieve. We tend to get consumed with our goals, the swiftness of our transitions and transformations, asking ourselves, are we going fast enough? When will we get there? Shouldn't we be further along? Why are they, whoever they is for you, getting ahead faster? We set artificial timelines for when it needs to happen. And we also get anxious about the future. We worry, what will happen if this doesn't turn out? We come up with disaster scenarios. Our brains scan for what's not working and we put so much pressure on ourselves. And notice how none of that is very much fun. Which brings me back to this concept of loving stewardship. I've got two personal examples to show you what I mean. I talked about my property at the beginning of this episode. I live on eight and a half acres out in the country. It's very beautiful. I've got an old farmhouse and a separate studio and we're kind of at the top of the hill and we kind of look down and there are these meadows and trees and just shorter things growing and I've got trails cut around and there's a dog area and it eventually goes down to a lake. And when I first moved here, I had really big ideas about what I could create here. I still have big ideas and my mind is filled with about a dozen creative ideas at any one time. But in terms of the land itself, as I said, it's eight and a half acres. And when I first got the property, I noticed I came from the city and from Toronto and they're the largest piece of property. I think the widest property I'd ever owned was 22 feet wide or 25 feet wide, maybe. So pretty narrow. And here, my property is much bigger than that. So I saw there were some gardens around the house. And the way my mind worked was, well, I've taken care of gardens before. I'll take care of the gardens around the house. And the rest of it's pretty much meadows. So that's not a problem. You just don't have to do anything with meadows, right? So I just didn't think it would be that much work. And what I quickly discovered was there was a lot more to it than that. There's eight and a half acres, all of which has to be taken care of. And so I hired a gardener and now she works here half the time and she pretty much does the work of a full-time team. And yet it's still impossible for both of us to keep up with everything. 
And I have always loved the beauty here. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll have seen dozens and dozens of photos. I think I've got about 12,000 of them on the iPhone I bought after I moved here. And so I do love the beauty of it here, but sometimes the taking care of it can seem really overwhelming. I spent the first two summers I was here, which was 2021 and 2020, in what felt like epic battles of trying to grow grass in areas that my landscaper had cut out um, in in what was a drought with very little water available. And I have these <laughs> giant grapevines. So I've got this area where there's grapevines on purpose, but all these other areas of my property, I've got these giant grapevines that are wild and they're actually invasive. And what they do is they can grow several feet a week. I think it's something like 15 feet a week. And it feels like they're racing across my fields and then they climb up trees and try to strangle them. If you let grapevines grow all over your trees, then they smother them and the trees die. And so they're actually a big problem. So I felt really overwhelmed in like these epic battles that I was having with the property. And I started to lose track of the fact that I love this land. I love this nature around me. And I needed, I, I realized I needed to change my thinking to enjoy the land. So I started to practice two thoughts. One was very simple and obvious. I love this land. And the second one that really worked for me is my role is just to be a loving steward of the land. And when I started to do that, when I started thinking myself as a loving steward of it, then the time I spent taking care of it felt really good. It felt really nurturing. It didn't feel overwhelming. Like now if I spend my leisure time going out and pulling grapevines or doing something else, I no longer think of myself as being in an epic battle with anything. I just think of myself as being in the privilege and abundance of having this beautiful piece of property around me, this nature around me and enjoying that and enjoying my, my care of this property. So I love the idea of stewardship. This land has been entrusted to my care. It's a privilege to be here and to have this sacred trust. And I have a responsibility to care for this land because I derive value from it and it needs to be mutual. I'm in relationship with it. I have a responsibility to treat it well, to sustain its health, to build value for its future inhabitants, to love and appreciate it now. So every day I ask myself, how can I be a loving steward of my land today? How can I be in a loving relationship with it? And as I care for the land, I fall more in love with it. I see the vast beauty of the big skies above it. I fall in love with, like, I, I have like the most amazing weeds. I have weeds that pop up as these beautiful blue flowers and Queen Anne's lace with all its intricacies. And I just, I, I just pause in just wonder and amazement. And you know, as I step into this role of being a lover, loving steward of it, it makes it fun to own the land. It makes fun to plan what I'm I'm doing with it. It makes it a fun place to be. 
So that's my first example of loving stewardship. My second example is my coaching business. It's also a beautiful thing. It's a product of my own creation. I created my coaching business from scratch with loving intentions for all the people I'd help. And I did. I took to coaching right away. I loved it. I loved my clients right away. I loved being in sessions with them. And it felt so good to help people, to open their minds, to help them stretch their horizons and honor themselves more. But, okay, you knew a but was coming. I didn't love the marketing so much. In my past life, I'd been a lawyer in a big firm with a huge marketing machine with people who out there whose job it was to go out there and make sure everybody knew that we were available. So that's what I was used to in the legal world. And now suddenly I was a brand new entrepreneur with very little with very little feel for sales, the kind of sales that we do as as a coach, just selling my coaching. And to be honest, I found it quite stressful and difficult. And sometimes I dreaded the marketing and really just let it suck the joy out of operating my business until I realized I needed to change my thinking so that I could enjoy it. So I practiced those exact same two thoughts I told you before about my land, except for this time about my business. For my first thought was, I love my business. And my second thought was, my role is to be a loving steward of my business. To notice this business has been entrusted to my care. It's a privilege to have a job where I get to work with people and change their lives. I have a sacred responsibility to treat this business well, to sustain its health, to build value for the people it will serve in the future, to love and appreciate it right now, to be in loving relationship with it. Every day I remind myself, I love this business. And my role is just to be a loving steward of it. And to ask myself, how can I be a loving steward of my business today? And as I care for my business in this way, I fall more in love with it. I appreciate what it gives back to me. Not just money, but joyful relationships with my clients and generous amounts of time to work on my own issues so I can extract less lessons for others. And when I do that, I feel a loving relationship with my business as it is now, not focused on where my marketing can take it, but as it is now. And this really takes off the pressure. This makes my goals feel like something I'm just doing for fun. And I can create the future of my business from a place of sufficiency. So in these two examples, I just shared there's a process of loving stewardship that you can apply to yourself. So think about the goals you're working on right now. What are you trying to achieve? What are you trying to improve? What area of your life are you working on? Then take that thing. Let's say it's your career. You've got a list of things you'd like to have happen in your career, things you're trying to achieve, maybe a promotion maybe a new job, maybe a completely different uh, 
working in a completely different field, whatever it is. Now, I want you to think of yourself as the loving steward of that career. Reframe your career as a thing you're in relationship with. It's like your career is a being and you're in relationship with it. You're the steward of it. You're shepherding your career growth and development. And you can do that in a loving relationship to it as it is now. You can notice that your career has been entrusted to your care. It's a privilege to live in a country where you get to create your own career, where no one dictates it to you. You get to fall in love with it, be tender with it, nourish it, and grow it. You get to acknowledge your own responsibility to care for this career that also gives back to you. You get to treat it well now and notice all the ways it's giving back to you now. All the experiences it presents that are teaching you to be resourceful, connect with other humans, express your ideas, set boundaries, make an impact, stand your ground, learn cool new things, exercise your creativity or develop your leadership or improve your ability to figure out solutions. You get to nurture your career and sustain its health. And if it's getting sick, make some changes. You get to love and appreciate it now as you also walk with it towards the goals you've set out for it. Every day you get to ask, how can I be a loving steward of my career today? And as you act as a loving steward of it, notice yourself falling in love with it each day as you go on your journey. Savvy souls, you can try this reframe in any area of your life you want to grow and evolve. You can become a loving steward of, say, your not just your career or your business, like in the examples I talked about, but of your leisure time, of your environment, of your home, of your friendships, of your art, of your latest project. It can be anything that you want that you're trying to grow and evolve. You don't need to fall into the striving feeling that personal development can often take on. You get to have a loving relationship now. You don't have to wait until you get there. You get to be a loving steward. So ask yourself every day, how can I be a loving steward of my personal relationships today? How can I be a loving steward of my leisure time today? How can I be a loving steward of the body of music I'm creating today? You get the idea. Just don't do all of it. Just pick one thing and focus on that. This way of reframing the things you're working on will help you love what you're doing so much more. And the wonderful thing is doing that will help you love you so much more. At the end of the day, Savvy Souls, that's what I want the most for you to enjoy your journey and love yourself. I'm hoping this podcast is helping you find ways to do that, to honor and celebrate who you are, how your brain works, what you care about, what lights you up, what you dream about creating, to explore ways to navigate through all the messiness life throws at you, the tough things, your doubts and fears, and all the it's not working or I did wrong did it wrong. 
That's my mission and why I created this podcast to help you find the freedom to become who you want. And I also recognize that you might find that you need a little more support when you try to apply the ideas you hear here to issues you're facing in your real life. You might run into challenges and have questions that you don't know the answers to. You might notice that it's pretty hard to figure out how to fix things when you actually believe what you're thinking is the truth and you don't know what other perspectives or ways of thinking about that thing are available to you. That's one reason I've created the Magic Room Experience beginning October 12th. That's a place where we're going to be creating that expansive feeling of being in a room without a roof, which more or less means living more expansively, feeling more free about what you're doing and of the choices you're making, making choices that are right for you, that take you where you want to go, creating an expanded version of what's possible for you. But in order to do that, we're going to first work on clearing out all that chatter in your brain so you can see more clearly where you want to go and how to get there. The other great thing about the Magic Room experience is that we'll be doing it all together. I think for so many of us, there's a period of time, depending on your jurisdiction, longer or shorter, being isolated in COVID, you know, during all the COVID lockdowns and all of that stuff and not being out that much. And now for many of us who have gone back to offices or the working environment, in many cases, still working a lot at home, not seeing other people as much. So I think there's a real longing for many of us for community. And in the Magic Room experience, you're going to be a part of a group of people you're going to enjoy, people who are like-minded, people who are interested in growing and evolving themselves, people that don't want to just follow the rules and want to be free, want to be expansive, create something new, people who are intelligent and supportive and like to listen and not judge, people who are ready to make their dreams happen and be intentional about the futures they want to create. So you're going to be surrounded and supported by people like that, which is going to be great in two ways. I think it's going to inspire you to see other areas where you can grow and evolve and it's also going to make you feel more normal. It's going to make you realize that all the challenges you have, all the struggles you have, they're just the same thing we all face. And you're going to have support in who you are, how you are now. And we're all going to get there together. I would love you to join us. I'm taking applications now. If you want to find out how to apply and get more de details before you apply, just go to my website. It's at www.gracedcanvas.com. That's G-R-A-C-E-D is in dog, C-A-N-V-A-S.com slash magic hyphen room hyphen experience slash. Go there, uh, click on the link and you'll get all the information you need. See you there. And for the rest of you savvy souls, see you next time. Bye now. 
So if you're energized by the possibilities you're hearing about on this podcast, but you're wondering how it's possible to actually make what you've been fantasizing about doing actually happen, I'd love you to join me for a free strategy session where we'll talk about coaching together. We'll explore how you can start making what you want possible by taking small, easy steps that add up to something amazing. Just click on the link in the show notes below this episode to book your free call. I'd love to meet you live. And all my listeners, remember, it's finally your time to do what you want.